I can wow. see the sounds. It yeah. is. It, uh, like, I always find it interesting to see my voice appear as a blue squiggle on a screen. Is it the blue squiggle you expected? It's the blue squiggle I've always wanted. I don't know if it's the blue squiggle I deserve, but it's the blue squiggle <laughs> I've always wanted. I mean, I can change it about. I can zoom in and out on the blue squiggle. Can you? Can uh, you change it? Whoa. How's that? Whoa! How's I'll that see for that. the blue squiggle? Is oh, that the God. blue squiggle you deserve? Um, yeah, now I think it is. Hello and welcome back to the Space Jam Continuum. I'm Chris McLaren. I'm Carl Noble. And uh, we're here to continue our ill-fated quest to uh, try and reconcile the entire Looney Tunes and Merry Melodies universe into one coherent lore and cinematic universe. Yeah, I I think it's going well at the moment. I think it's going well. I think, uh, well, only time will tell if we're right about Porky the Fourth's fate. Well, that is true. Uh, But Porky the Fourth being out of the picture... Would really help me both in my in my <laughs> yeah, you, will in my willpower to continue watching. You, I mean, and, I, I wasn't a fan, and also uh, in reconciling everything together. Well, that yeah, that that probably will help. Like, I, I wasn't a massive fan, but you, I, I don't want to say loathed him, but you. I don't you think really I particularly didn't... loathed him as much as I just really missed Porky the Third. Porky the Third. Yeah. He was. He was, he was but that, that, that's the one that we were with all the way. You yeah, know? he he held our hand through the early. Through the early stages. He lets us down. He gets our hopes up. He lets us down again. <laughs> Inevitably. He's, he's consistent. Yeah. He's got an arc. He that repeats. Yes. Over and over again. Lather but I liked it. I got used to it. It was comfortable. Yeah. No, it's good. And hopefully, we'll, you know, we're going to... He's going to be coming back, making a resurgence. But we don't know. Well, yeah. We, we, we need we more information. We need more information. We need more information. And uh, more information we can have. Okay. Uh... We're gonna we're, we've got a little a nice little mixed bag today. Oh, I think have. yes. Uh, yeah, so next one's a porky number, but we're yeah. gonna have some little blabber mouse. Oh, we haven't ever seen little blabber mouse uh, yet, have we? No, no, we have not. Uh, we also uh, we have a we have another cheeky sniffles. He's yeah. becoming quite uh, a fixture. Sniffles, but you know we're going to end on a special treat today. But uh, it's a big one. It's a big one, but we'll get there. Yeah. Right now, uh, let's get right into it. Let's do it. With uh, we're going to watch the chewing Bruin. Uh, it's a Porky Pig number from June 8th, 1940. That was interesting. It was. We've got a couple of questions right off the bat. Yeah. Was Porky a child in that? When I don't he was know. sitting on that mustachioed dog's knee, he was. Or si- he was. Is that just on acceptable for someone of diminutive stature? Well, yeah, that, that, that's what I'm thinking. So, like, it would make sense that he was a kid because that definitely seemed to be the the vibe they were trying to give off. Yeah, there. like Porky's a child and he's talking to, uh, you know, an older guy listening to his, listening to his hunting tales. A tall tale, I yeah. reckon. Or is he just normal Porky, normal Porky age? And because he's small, maybe the guy only had one seat and he's just sat on his knee. Maybe that's just the relationship they have. Things we've seen Porky hunting before. Yeah. And, uh, like, so I think this one probably took place before that. Because, like, yeah. You know, it seemed like someone sort of 
mentoring him to an extent. Yeah, uh, that, that, that's that, that's kind of what I took away from it. Is this this is the guy that Porky learned to hunt off and also learned to keep dogs off? Because I'm thinking that that was you know sub dog. <laughs> really? Ah, uh, well, yeah. I mean, the hunter was a dog himself, and then. So otherwise, uh, it would be, otherwise it would be a dog keeping a dog situation. Yeah. But Which it sort of is, but, you know, is that... I'm, I'm thinking it's husband and wife because that dog was called Daisy. So, oh, really? You know, yeah. So I'm thinking female dog, wife, and, you know, she just kind of likes being that way. Dogging about. Dogging about, you know. she Like, like she was quite comfortable in her dog life. And, you know, maybe she wasn't born sentient and maybe she so, maybe, hops back to simpler days. So I think young Porky put a bit too much stock in the activities of this one mustachioed dog. Yeah. Both in his hunting habits. And his personal lifestyle and his choices. his personal lifestyle choices. Yeah. Okay. That That's, makes sense to me. That rings true. Yeah. That works for me. Uh, we witnessed, uh, and obviously, like, this is uh, an unreliable narrator, so yeah. uh, we're not entirely sure, but we witnessed... Um, Various uh, tools being rendered useless yeah. by their own sentience. Yeah. There was a bear trap. It bit a bear. The bear know, roared the bear, at it. The bear bit it and yeah. it ran off. It did. And then he points the gun at the bear. And yeah. The bear roars at it and it went all droopy. Yeah, it got scared. Uh, so but- this is a problem in the, in the Toon world with any tool really... Yeah, is that as soon as it becomes stressed? Because as soon as it becomes stressed out, <laughs> it could potentially it gains, turn sentience. Yeah, it gains a sentience above its above its station as yeah. a as an inanimate tool <laughs> and becomes useless. And becomes useless. <laughs> but the thing is, is because because this was him telling a story. Is he just you know elaborating and just you know? Yeah, yeah, I mean the entirety of the episode pretty much was uh, the the mentor hunter the dog. Uh, just telling Porky about this time he uh, he uh, killed a bear yeah. that really liked his tobacco. Yeah. Now... Um, yeah, we're fairly convinced he didn't kill that Yeah, bear. I mean, because the story towards the end gets a bit absurd. You know, he's, he's talking about punching the bear. Yeah. And like that's how he de- dealt with it. And then he says, and that bear never got my tobacco. And then the bear's head on the wall goes, oh yeah, and spits in the spittoon. So we think he just came to a nice arrangement with the bear, whereby he gets bragging rights for having killed the bear. He yeah. gets to tell this story, and the bear sits uh, mainly lives in the next room. Yeah, with his head through the wall. With his head through the wall when he's got people around. Yeah, that's it. I mean, because it can only be when he's got people because you're not going to be staying there all the time. Yeah, right? yeah. You'd be like, no, no. When you got people around, gives a show. And the bear gets the tobacco he loves yeah. so much, yeah. and the dog gets bragging gets, rights. Gets bragging rights for killing the bear. See that that makes the most amount of sense to me. Um, now, with the dog's story, um, I mean, the dog seemed like a bit of a dick because uh, <laughs> right, he, okay. he, 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 he came across some, um, what was it, muskrats? Was mm. it? So, yeah, he came across like a little family. He's, he's, he's out hunting and he came across a family of muskrats and he's like, so I pointed my gun at them just to scare them. <laughs> and they all ran off like, dick move. And then there was uh, like a deer, a big buck. And you know, and it had like it, trumpet antlers. Yes, yeah, they could play by horn squidging horns. its had horn horns by squidging its own nose. Now I don't know if that is you know an actual animal. In yeah, the I don't know world. if that's what deers are like, or if like maybe it's only some deers. I didn't no really idea. think 
about it at the time, but it's just sprung to my attention as I said it out loud. Mm. Uh, he squidges his nose, yeah. and like deers have, <laughs> like they don't have hands. No, but it could have been a sentient one because just pigs out. don't have hands. Yeah, but this deer was like in the wild, yeah. but living on. Like, living like a deer. Yeah, maybe it was just horrendously mutated. Maybe it was a tomb power. Maybe it was. But maybe it was just horrendously mutated. Maybe maybe, maybe this was a sentient deer. I'm going to keep be keeping an and eye out on the uh, front uh, limbs of deers that crop up in the... Uh, not in tomb, tomb world. world. Not, not in see our world. Just going, <laughs> see if they've just, just got, got human hands. hands. Yeah. Just a set of hands there. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but there again, because it was his tall tale, that's really what we have to take it as. We have to take it as it's his tall yeah. tale. So I'm, I'm thinking still be it's a probably... Because why would you discredit I mean, your, uh, you know, your absurd tale about beating up a bear by swinging in so early on? With, with, and also there was a deer, and it had <laughs> horns for horns, and it had human hands. I mean, yeah... But like, like maybe and then Porky, Porky's so enamoured, enamoured. He's just like, oh wow. Porky is an idiot. He, he is, and we're, we're he tried to be skeptical about quite the story because yeah. he tells him about the bear, and he goes, oh, that's ridiculous. Oh, it's, uh, did he really? He's like, <laughs> wow. you managed to keep up a healthy scepticism for about two seconds yeah. before buying right into this Porky. Yeah, which realistically, this is, is why Gabby Goat is an oil tycoon, yeah. and you are back Ma- at home with your mum and dad with your nice hat, your nice hat. And someone else's kid. Someone else's kid. Well, maybe not so much anymore. No, no, we, we think you got out of that. But like, it's this kind of feckless attitude. It is. It is. So yeah, that we're assuming that was Porky the Third back in time when he was learning to hunt, or you know, kind of spending time with a mustachioed dog. A mustachioed dog, <clears throat> yeah, possibly in an inappropriate relationship because he was sat on his knee. Yeah. Yeah, or you know, close family friend. We just don't know. We don't know. We, we haven't got enough we information. There wasn't enough information around that because it was mostly a bullshit story about a dog. Yeah, and currently he's not a character. He's just in that category of... Uh, Lying dog. Of basically dogs that we just describe. Yeah. Like that dog that killed all those people. Yeah. yeah. We, still, we haven't seen him, we haven't him for seen ages. Him in a while. He, we, I was placing him as a recurring character, but I haven't seen him in a while. I, I'm With sure he does. Corn cob pipe. Yeah, I'm sure he does crop and his murdering ways. <laughs> his murdering sure, ways. Yeah. I'm sure he will crop up again. But I hope so. Yeah, we haven't seen him for a while. We haven't seen the last of that dog that killed all those people. Uh, yeah. So that's that's what I'm taking away from all of that episode. Yeah, I think that's is, pretty in depth. Yeah, we get gone in a bit of an insight into Porky's past and uh, and you know and then how some, he ended up the way he is. And then some worries raised about the efficacy of tools. If as soon as they become stressed, they become. <laughs> Yeah, terrified and yeah, but but maybe this is why they started breeding animals. Animals to, jobs. to be be yeah. their jobs because you know they were less likely to just they could reason. Yeah, reason that it wasn't going to be that much of a problem, which is why you got pelicans as cement mixers. And they already maybe know. cement mixers got stressed and went, oh, no. <laughs> they had a midlife crisis oh, and no. left to find themselves. Yeah. Oh, do you think there's like a colony of cement mixes outside? <laughs> well, they're all living in some sort of commune and yeah. made of wood. <laughs> oh, can you concrete that posting? I don't do no, that. No, I don't do that anymore. <laughs> Bring in some pelicans if you want some concrete, Matt. Yeah, well, I mean, that's reasonable because it means like... Because, uh, like, sentient animals bred for specific jobs. Yeah. Uh, like, if they were going into a 
stressful environment. Yeah. They'd know that beforehand. They'd yeah, know, yeah, exactly. They'd know what that's about. Yeah. They'd and there's some remuneration They'd sign some sort of way. Well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they get paid as well. Like, yeah. Yeah, I reckon that's that's it. Yeah. Tools start, like, objects start becoming sentient, getting stressed out, and so they had to replace them with animals. Yeah. And there's, cer- there's, certain, there's certain items out there which haven't been replaced with by animals yet, so we're still, well, they're still using those tools and it's just kind of hit and miss as to how long they're going to last. Absolutely. There we go. Fucking hell, we took a lot from that. Yeah. I wasn't expecting Woo! Good episode. Okay, new character time. Oh. We're getting Little Blabbermouse in. Little Blabbermouse. In the creatively named Little Blabbermouse. Yeah, well, you know. Uh, from July 6th, 1940. It's been a, been a month. A month. Wow. The war's really taking a toll on Toon production. I mean, it would. There was a war on <laughs> Right, Little Baba Mouse, July 6th, 1940. Well, that certainly gave me some insight into various things. Yeah, I mean, realistically, he, the Little Baba Mouse asked a lot of questions, but he didn't really talk that much. It was more, you know, the guy kept telling them to shut up. Yeah, I think if he'd been allowed to blabber, yeah, he probably, uninterrupted, he probably, probably would have done. Yeah, um, but yeah. So little blabber mouse, he's going on the sky ride. He it's is like a little cable car tour thing of a shop. Um, well, of up. a shop. Yeah. Uh, so what's interesting here to me is that it seems, and we've seen a bit of this with sniffles, is that mice and possibly other tiny animals like yeah. have their own other society. Yes, yeah. Like, it's almost borrowers-ish. Like, everything's made out of other stuff. Like, you know, his desk was like a little matchbox. And yeah, that. and like bobbins and string and all yeah, that so sort of stuff. Marshmallows for cushions. Yeah. It's um, cushion of food, not both. So, yeah, so that was interesting uh, because it gives us, yeah, just something else that's underlying, like the underwater uh, civilization. Yeah, so, the, so the, there's obviously going to be certain civilizations which we just don't see a lot of yeah uh, and now that does lend uh, a bit of credence to the you know the tool civilization that must be out there somewhere yeah, <laughs> yeah must be. the colonies yeah um but uh the other thing i found interesting is well we saw quite a lot more of um the like sentient objects in this one yes mostly bottles and like Jars and things of yeah. various... Like, basically everything in the shop that they yeah. went past. It seemed to be some sort of, like, you know, but it was item most, zoo. Yeah, it was mostly, like, further examples of of when an object being sentient is probably not a great idea. Yeah. You know, the sleeping powder was, you know, snoring. Like, the, Vanishing cream, the, that vanished. Yeah the, yeah, the cough syrup was spluttering yeah, around yeah. the place. That's, that's not what you need, It's not it? what you want when you've got a cough. No, you, like, other, you, you don't want that in your medicine cabinet yeah. at night, and it's always got a cough. So, yeah, not great. No. Sentient bottles, not so much. No. A good idea. So they get hot, They get sort of yeah, high on their own supply. Yeah. It, it explains why you have to replace these things more often than you'd expect yeah, to. Yeah, exactly. That's like, the bottle like, itself is consuming way too much of what yeah, it contains. Like a, a shaving brush. That was shaving itself. Yeah. That's, it's not going to be a brush for exactly. long, is it? It's, it'll be a shaving one hair. <laughs> a shaving stump. Yeah. And that's useless. And then it's just a stump. But that did get me shave. thinking. Cough syrup that coughs. What do you give to cough syrup that coughs? Do you give it more cough syrup? Does that help get rid of it? A tinier bottle of yeah, but surely that's coughing as well. Yeah, it was it was 
It was difficult. What do you do? The order book. He he was he was he loving was his useful. job. Yeah. He was loving his job because he did, you don't need a you need a person off, operating that order book. No, he's there he just, just doing his bit. He takes the order. Yeah, writes it on himself. Pencil wasn't sentient, though, was it? Well, just as well. Yeah, it's probably a good thing. But there again, what's going to stress out a pencil? Uh, but also uh, a little insight into how Porky can maybe uh, like why he runs out of money. Mm. Money is sentient as arms and legs. Yeah, so it literally runs out. It just bugger <laughs> off. It just runs out. As it ah, I'm gone. Like, which you know could either be just generally irritating, yeah. or if the money, uh, or if enough money could be uh, brought under the wing of someone who had some control over it. Yes. Like you know, if the money was working at someone's behest. Okay. So then, so then it could really keep someone in a position of power. But I mean, the thing is that like like we work under the assumption that. Things only turn sentient when they when they you know they snap under their moment, so they get stressed out. So it's not necessarily that like all money. Maybe it's like all coins that were just like sort of dropped in the street, or like... yeah, or, or or possibly only money that was around during like the Great Depression. You know, when there's a lot of stress. <laughs> no, on I like money. that. <laughs> when there's a lot of stress on money, so any new money is fine because yeah. it's not stressed out. For any coins, any, any coins yeah. minted. Yeah, exactly. During the during the during depression and in the wake of the depression. Yeah, you know, stressful times. And and maybe we're seeing more of it now because it's wartime. So more and more items are getting, getting stressed out because supply is low. So, you know, there's a that, yeah, like, like that's, stress that, on yeah, the land. Their, their kind is essentially dying out. Yeah, exactly. So there's a lot of stress. So that's why we're seeing more and more sentient yeah, items any, kicking Anything about. rationed. Yeah. It's just like, let's just it's, it's the stress, this. yeah. And they're like, I'm sure I have more relatives. So, <laughs> so maybe maybe that's why we're seeing more and more sentient like items yeah. now than we have previously and potentially later on because because they're, because they're under stress. They're dwindling. And they're yeah, stressing exactly. Out. That's good. I like yeah. that. There you go. I like that. That's solid. Mm. Uh, I don't think much more to take from that episode. I mean, like, like it's like given us some character. stuff to look out out for. Yeah, but in and of itself hasn't answered that much. No, no. Like, like, like for a new character, it, it was quite a good starting episode because you know, I didn't get, I didn't get sick of him. I didn't get annoyed with him because he wasn't. Even though he was the new character, he wasn't really the main character in the story. Yeah, it was more about the you know the guy doing the guided tour and then the but items that we. I seen. do think in future because it seems like his thing is going to be like just blabbering like tons and tons of questions until somebody in a row, stops him like Macaulay Culkin in yeah. Uncle Buck yes uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, so I think in future little Blabmouse <clears throat> episodes we should just note down every question he asks yeah. and answer those questions yeah so you know we can have him as a fan riding in yeah yeah <laughs> and we, <laughs> we, we this one in from little Blabmouse yeah we, we, we've got to try and solve it okay yeah and I like that yeah so that's that's going to be the format for future little blabbermouths. Uh, we need a pen and paper events that can preferably write itself. Uh, so uh, next up, we have Porky's baseball broadcast uh, from the same day. So I'm wondering if it's just going to be Porky Pig telling us what's gone on in the baseball of like. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, so Porky's now got a job as a. Like, maybe it's that maybe one of them stays as Porky Pig and one of them gets a job doing the baseball. We don't know. Uh, that is true. No, it could be. <laughs> let's, let's find out. Let's find out in Porky's Baseball Broadcast, July 6th, 1940. Porky's got himself a new job. He has. He hasn't Did, done that in a while. No, he hasn't. He's now just announcing 
Baseball. announcing the baseball. Yeah. Which is odd. He, he seemed pretty stutter, good at it. But... He, he started with stutter, but then he never did it for the rest of the game. Yeah. And also, uh, like, Porky the Fourth was always having the stutter up he a bit was. much. So now, by comparison, Porky the Third stutters, nothing to worry about. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, like, like, it happened once, and it seemed to be, like, once he got warmed up, he was in. Yeah. You know, so maybe he was just kind of... He hadn't, he hadn't done his practice... Um, you know, as practice bits, warm up voice warm ups that artists Maybe. do. You the know. tip of the tongue, the teeth, and the lips. That's the one. But I mean, um, not just that one. There's other ones, I imagine. Well, probably. Yeah, but you know, <laughs> probably. I don't. I don't know. It's not like we have decided to record our voices. No. You know, week in, week out. No, but I definitely don't do any warm ups. We have that. a lot of tea. <clears throat> it's yeah. the same. Yeah, it is pretty much the same. Uh, but yeah, like it was interesting. Uh, for a couple of reasons, mm, yeah, there one, some interesting points. Uh, it was, it was, we're back in we're back in unnamed city, which we're pretty sure is their equivalent of New York. It did seem to be because the, because they've got you know the baseball stadium it wasn't the Yankee Stadium, it was the Yankum Stadium. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but they know what they're about. Yeah. Um, but so, well, I mean, we'll get we'll get to the the, the bigger point, but like let's just. Like we saw some things during the baseball game that give us some insight into the into the sport. There we did. Uh, bats are sometimes you know just bats, just bats. Yeah, uh, their efficacy as a baseball bat wasn't proven. It no. just flew off, and then yeah. they used a regular bat for the rest. Exactly. Well, you know, he was a batter. Um, um, uh, you had a sentient baseball. Yeah, which was. Horrifically used as a baseball, but there again, I suppose they're probably always going to be sent in after first use because that's got to be pretty stressful. Yeah, I guess. I mean, so. Have you been hit with a baseball bat before? Yeah, I mean, like, I don't. Yeah, I don't think I'd like it. I imagine it'd be quite stressful. So I imagine after like baseball, baseballs will be made, not sentient. First use, get hit with a baseball bat, become sentient, then they're screaming across the pitch. Yeah. So. But then I think we've started to see a little bit of, because um, also in the previous episode as well, like as the sort of line between human tunes and animal tunes seems to be repairing itself. Yeah. The line between uh, animal tunes and sentient objects seems to be wider than ever. They don't seem yeah. to have much respect for the sentient object. No, they don't, because, because they're, they're like, not the recognising pre- them as tunes, are they? In the previous episode, after after carting through on that little um, Skytrain thing, yeah. sky thing uh, and seeing all these sentient bottles and things, crazy bottles and yeah. these sleepy bottles and whatever, when the cat comes near the end yeah. and, it, and they, they rush the cu- cable car back, Straight through a load of bottles. Just yeah. runs them down. Yeah, they generally don't care. So, and then here, it's like, uh, well, you know, they, they don't seem that bothered about the screaming baseball. No. No, so but, 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 but maybe because it's because it's quite a new thing that's happening so regularly that they just haven't yet identified them as, you know... So they're, yeah. they're, not, they're not seeing their sentience. They're not seeing them as... Yeah, but they're, again, they're, you know, they still eat... They're still eating animals and stuff like that. I mean, we still haven't seen... You know, pig eating pig or anything like that. But close, close as damn it. Yeah, exactly. So, but as, as we said, with the with the eating meat of, you know, maybe it just doesn't matter. Maybe they just don't care that much. Yeah. But uh, the, so, as I said, the line between animal tune and human tune seems to be just slow. It's slow progress. Hmm. But uh, I think 
the progress we're seeing is because human mayor. Yeah, the the, the the mayor of unnamed city is a human. Like, I mean, obviously, we erroneously mentioned that the monkey mayor. But he wasn't, wasn't the monkey mayor, exactly. he's the building commissioner. Exactly. But, so, but we've seen a lot mayor, of monkeys in high positions. Of, but the thing is, was at that point, was, was the there a human mayor and a load we, of monkeys? We, 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 don't, we know. don't know. But now there is a human mayor. So I'm thinking that that has gone a long way. But like, if we think about it, like when we, when we saw the monkey government mm. in place... Uh, that was 1937. It's yeah. 1940 now. So there will, like, chances are... It's going to be some sort of election. If they're working on, like, four-year terms, yeah. there's probably been a shift in... Yeah, so that, that, that uh, the, the human man must have had a hell of a campaign yeah. to turn around. Because he, the... wasn't, he wasn't a... He like, was like a charismatic no. guy. He was like... No. He was a sort of two-foot-by-two-foot block of yeah. a man. Yeah, with a big smile. And, yeah. Like, I mean... It, very disingenuous smile, but yeah. So, but we did see, like, in the audience, like you're starting to see humans muddling yeah. in with everyone. Yeah, there's a giant uh, there playing a giant. for the playing for the giants. Yeah, uh, which kind of makes sense because if if humans were suddenly going to be like welcome back in somewhere they hadn't been welcome in a while, yes, who's going to be the human who's the bullshit enough to go? Do you know what? Yeah, I'm going in. Yeah. It's going to be a giant, isn't obviously, because they don't because you're not going. to... You're exactly. not going to argue with that. You're not going to pick on a giant, are you? No. Realistically. Because he's a lot bigger than... Yeah. Because uh, he was a dog he was throwing back for me. Yeah. And he was at least like two, three times the size of. Yeah. Oh, much and, and wide as well. Yeah. He was wide. So yeah, humans sneaking back in. Porky's got a new job. Yeah. And uh, yeah, objects are maybe the new uh, downtrodden... Yeah, it, lower class. We, we, we are going to have to keep an eye off that because it might end up that there is going to be some sort of item revolt. Yeah, and it'll be interesting to see, like based on the theories, that the war theory mm. uh, that if it dies down, yeah, uh, you know, when yeah. we're reaching sort of the the maybe the later forties, yes, you know, where it's like, you know, okay, it hasn't been war for a, at least a bit now. Yeah, well, cause I think, I think it was like it was like you know, like fifty. 52-53 when you know rationing started kind of phasing out because it still had rationing yeah for, like you know quite a, quite a bit after the oh war. yeah um, but so I also don't know how uh, how bad that was in the US yeah yeah I'm not I'm, I'm not sure so I, I know obviously here um, you know it was into the 50s that we still had it but there again as items are starting to become more available that will reduce the stress yeah. so hopefully it should. Start to should fade out long before rationing, and we'll just have to deal with the poor objects who ran off to whatever commune. Yeah, I mean, hopefully they've gone somewhere nice. Fiji. And they've gone to Fiji. Oh, no. <laughs> Fuck it, let's roll with that. They've gone to Fiji. <laughs> they've gone to Fiji. Uh, until, until a better uh, better theory presents itself. Yeah. Okay, we'll do a Cheeky Sniffles episode. Yes. It's called The Egg Collector. He's ah. had some stuff going on with eggs before. He's got a he thing has. about eggs. He but then like eggs. he was being dead to yeah. collect it, the it, that, like, that was like a treasure hunt, wasn't it? Yeah. Before we do that, however, we're going to have to... Uh, yeah, I think it's that time again, isn't it? We're going to have to go begging. Yeah. Well, Just you know. briefly. Yeah. We'll get, we'll, we'll get the little tin pan out. Give it a shake. So 
So it's that part of the show we don't like doing very much, but uh, it's not our favourite part, is it? No. There's no cartoons. There's no cartoons in it <laughs> at all. Uh, Oh. Basically, uh, we put out the show uh, every week, and uh, we put it out for free. We're going to continue putting it out for free. Always. And uh, just the fact that any of you listen to it uh, is very much appreciated. Oh, that's um, great. But, uh, you know, keeping it uh, online, you know, it does cost us. Uh, it does, and, yeah, it does cost a bit of money just to kind of keep things up and running. Yeah, we're part of a, uh, a podcast network called uh, Kaiju FM, and... Uh, which has a couple of other great shows on it. Um, and like basically we've set up a Patreon account for Kaiju FM. Uh, and there's various reward tiers. You'll get access to a, an exclusive podcast for just the Patreon backers, uh, which Rob does about uh, Kaiju films. Um, and then uh, there are a few sort of, uh, I guess, stretch goals sort of things. Like we want to yeah. start up a YouTube channel and get some stuff on there as well as putting all the uh, shows on there if you prefer to listen to stuff that way. And uh, we want to do a, a inter-show D&D uh, podcast. Uh, and, you know, so if we start uh, getting enough uh, cash in through that, then uh, they're all possibilities. They but, are. Uh, every little helps. And if you can even give a dollar a month, which is less than 25 cents an episode. Yeah, and it, if you listen to the other shows on Kaiju, even less yeah, than that. Yeah, exactly. And um, it really does help out and uh, it, a surprising amount. Yeah, it's, it's just... It, it, it wouldn't take many of you to really just help us keep it Keep it above water. Keep keep it alive. But uh, if you can't uh, commit to donating, that's that's absolutely fine. We're still going to be here. About it, we'll still be here. We're still going to be doing. We'll it. still be watching cartoons and drinking yeah. tea and talking absolute horseshit. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, uh, please go over to kaiju.fm and click support us and take a look at the Patreon page. Uh, and uh, yeah, thanks for listening. Cheers. I believe that role playing games are art. Specifically, role-playing games are theatre, which means theatre artists are natural role-players. What sort of hat am I wearing? <laughs> it's important details. Is it, is it like a tricorn hat? Yeah, He has sure. got into full theatre mode now. Right, this okay. is amazing. So, they want to be entertained. I'm going to give them a shot <laughs> with my iron and my tricorn hat. Life's a game. The world's our stage. And we're... Merely Role Players. Merely Role Players, a podcast where dramatic people play role playing games. Hosted by me, MJ Starling, in association with Blackshaw Theatre Company. Find us at merelyroleplayers.podbean.com or search your usual podcast app for Merely Role Players. further view into the uh, world of mice yeah uh, so we're watching The Egg Collector uh, from July 20th 1940 so Sniffles has fucking Alzheimer's or yeah yeah, it, it's it's a bit of an odd one. Like he's after this, well, he's amateur collecting, collecting which he uses for his eggs quite delightfully. Yeah, yeah. And the the one he's after, the egg he's after, is a barn owl egg. He would love to amateur collect one of those. <laughs>
Beautiful eggs. So him and his mate, the bookworm. Yeah. Because the bookworm knows where there's a barn owl kicking about. Yeah. I don't know how he knows, but he knows. Um, they go out to collect this egg. Now, you might be thinking, you've already watched this one. Yeah. And, and you know, I mean, you might have already watched it. And you'd be forgiven for <laughs> thinking that. Yeah. This was a completely different Sniffles steals a barn owl it egg. It was. But it goes over to this church loft. <clears throat> yeah. With bookworm. Yeah. Or bookworm. Yeah. Or bookworm, bookworm, as you, as you like to say. Yeah. Uh, he finds the egg. It's already cracked, like the one from before. Yeah. Open up. Little. Oh, little buddy's there. Hoot, hoot. <laughs> yeah. Love it. A big barn owl friend. He's there. Yeah. Sniffles has no memory of any of this. Yeah, I'm thinking that you know, small elephants always forget. Always. Baby elephants always forget. Ba- yeah, baby elephants. They always forget. Because he has no idea that he's he done this no before. no recollection of this at all. Yeah, doesn't remember that he's met the baby owl. Doesn't remember that he's collected the egg and been given the egg. Yeah. Doesn't remember that he's met the giant owl. Because I presume he was given the egg. Yeah. And then he's just left it somewhere. Yeah. Because he forgot but, he owned the egg. Well, he probably left it there. Oh, no, because he was taking it back for that scavenger hunt, wasn't he? He was. But then maybe he forgot he was on a scavenger hunt. And just left it in there. Left it in there. Yeah. But yeah, absolutely no recollection of any of this nope. happening. Not whatsoever. And that's and then and then he goes on to insult the barn owl. Yeah, who, who was his friend? His, his mate. So, so they're not mates anymore. Well, no, no, no. He said some rather hurtful things. Yeah. About the big he's owl. Become a bit of a cock. Well, but maybe, maybe he's he always been a cock. Yeah, but he's just forgot to be insight. a cock. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, it wasn't very insightful as an episode overall. No, but. but it, it did. It did lead it's a lot. It's raised to... a tragic side of sniffles. Yeah, it is a bit sad. I mean, is that basically going to be every episode of Sniffles is going to be him pissing off a barn owl, collecting an egg? I just don't is that, know. Is, is that what we're going to get? Maybe. Maybe, maybe this is why he had to skip to another uh, another universe. Yeah, one where elephants don't always forget. Yeah, weird. Maybe. Poor little beggar. But yeah, not much from that, but it's just a no, bit sad. I did watch a bookworm hump his way up a bit of yeah, rock, that, though. That you you didn't like you no. didn't like the animation on, no, on bookworm, bookworm climbing. climbing a rope. No, because he's got hands, he's got little grabby yeah. hands, but he's got no legs. Yeah, and it like it did like you know, when he's going along the ground, yeah. he's fine. When it's upright, it does look like he's just sort of thrusting. Like dry humping. <laughs> dry whatever humping he's grasping. Rope. Yeah. So less of that, ideally. Mm. Yeah. No, I didn't, but that, yeah. that, that, that weirded me out. That was very strange. Mm. But yeah, not much to take from that one. Just just a bit sad. Yeah. But Tragic. you know what time it is. Oh, I know what time it is. We've been waiting for this. We've been waiting for this. Yeah. We were alarmed today when uh, you know we made the file for, for today's podcast. It was like, oh, episode 17. We've done 16 episodes without uh, a key part of the Looney Tunes universe. Yeah, the thing that most people, the thing that most people identify as being, you know, the Looney Tune. We have done 16 episodes without Bugs Bunny. Yep. Well, he's here. He's here! It's time. It is July 27th, 1940. We've got Bugs Bunny, named as Bugs Bunny, not Happy Rabbit. (laughs) We've got Elmer Fudd. Yep. In his natural habitat, hunting rabbits, presumably. Here we are. So, uh, Yeah. Join us for the big one. It's a big day. A wild hare. Oh, wow. July 27th, 1940. Let's bugs it up a notch.
Well, thereby lies a thing. Oh, God, that was good. It had all the bits you need. It did. He's hunting wabbits. He's hunting wabbits. We've got a what's up, dog. We've got a what's up, dog. Like, we've got the catchphrases. We've got everything. That was. He's got his white gloves now. Yeah. He's got his white gloves. He's got his little tail. Like, his face needs to. Yeah, a bit like fluffy yeah. around the uh, the but old you know, jowls, but like, ultimately this is this that's, is this that's is our bugs. boy, this is bugs. Yeah. And Elmer in his full garb. Yeah, he's got his full like iconic hunting garb God. now. Um, it's good. interesting to see, like, because obviously the last time, a lot our last Elmer one was when he was trying to take photos of rabbits. Yeah, and that did not go well for him, and he's clearly got some anger. Yeah, yeah, he's, 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 he's definitely got that built up. But the old Elmer's still in there. Yeah. Like, so basically, you know, he goes hunting bugs. Uh, he gives them the run around for a bit. It comes to a point where he basically goes, look, to show him a sport, you can have a good shot at me. And he feigns death. He does. Uh, and Elmer is, is like... He's, oh, he's distraught. He's distraught. But I mean, like, like Bugs does lay on very thick. Yeah, <laughs> he he's delivering right the tearjerker Oscar yeah. performances that Happy Rabbit wasn't capable of. Exactly, exactly. And then yeah, all, all Elmer feels feels sorry for him, and Bugs uses that to kick him up the arse, <laughs> which <laughs> is, is great. As is his one. Yeah, and give him a little kiss in the nose as well. Yeah, he, he gave him a lot of kisses. He did give him a lot of kisses. Yeah, yeah, like right on the face. He's he's out to like he's. Not out to just frustrate Elmer Fudd. No. He is out to, like, fundamentally confuse Elmer Fudd. Yeah. Like, which, like, deeply. Yeah, which reasonably isn't going to be that hard, I don't think. Well, no. But, like, it's like, he's seen he's seen the conflict within Elmer. Yeah. Who's, like, sort of this really, sort of, s- slow-witted, but like, very, like, soft-hearted yeah. guy. But incredibly quick to anger. Yes, and Bugs very, very has seen camera. this opportunity. Yeah. He's like, I can wind him right up in wind so right many up. ways. Because I, uh, I, I remember, like, watching him as a kid, like, Bugs, like, dressing up as a lady rabbit quite a lot. Yeah. And uh, things like that. But, like, I'm actually uh, quite impressed, like, how sort of from the off he is like that. Like, he's, yeah. he's you know, he's pirouetting around doing yeah, they, 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 they kissing Elmer on the face at every conceivable opportunity he doesn't pull any punches with it he, he yeah. is just you know he's not afraid of like giving his yeah. his, his booty a little shake yeah he, he loves it but the thing is like, I think he, ju- he just doesn't conform to anything because but I'm saying he's quite quite a progressive guy yeah but we, but we don't know at what point then, that he became sentient. We know he hasn't taken his trouser test, but we don't know at what point he became sentient. So it's possible that he's maybe always just I mean, we don't sentient. know that he hasn't taken his trouser test. There's gloves. Well, that is true. But there again, you know, Happy Rabbit had gloves. Yeah, but he, I reckon he nicked him. I reckon he did. I'm not saying Bugs has taken the trouser test. Because Bugs I think Bugs he will at some point. Hole. I think we're look, uh, viewing it in the same way as we were viewing like, Daffy at the start. Yes, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking he hasn't... He's he not hasn't, a city rabbit. Yeah, I don't, I don't think he's, he's yet to do it. But like I say, I don't know whether he had a moment, whether or not he's happened, whether, whether he was born sentient. But it is possible that, you know, he's the, the first... You know, rabbit to be born sentient, but you know, not know, from but, sentient like, parents. But what's interesting to me is that, like, 
he's exhibiting in many ways a lot of the characteristics that Daffy did, like yeah. basically uh, like non-compliance with the societal rules of the tomb yeah. world. You know, like you know, he's happy to use his tomb powers and like you know, he's, he's, very much so. And you know, he like he does, he, he's he's not gonna he's not gonna live in the city. No, he's he's happy to just hang around outside and is all driving people up the fucking wall. <laughs> but it's odd that although he's exhibiting those characteristics, Daffy, uh, you know, when we watched it, he went like. You know, and we're quite correctly that he's absolutely cuckoo. Like, yes. Oh God, he's, he's a that, dangerous yeah. maniac. Yeah, yeah. Bugs carrying it very well. Yeah, he he definitely seems to be able to kind of rein it in. He knows he knows how to not go too far. He seems more of a sort of free spirit. Yeah. Rather than like because just cause, someone who doesn't get it. Yeah. Well, that's it. Like, Daffy like, seems like, like he doesn't get it. Yeah. Bugs like, seems Daffy's like he's just doing it. Bugs seems like he gets it and he rejects it. Yeah. Exactly. Like, 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 like that. D- Daffy just seems to be, you know, reacting to situations. He doesn't seem to have any control over it. Whereas Bugs, he, he's, he's got full. It's almost like it feels full control. Yeah, it feels like a more of a political statement than a yeah. than a confusion. Yeah, he's exactly. just like I'm not being part of this. Yeah, it sorts of it. itself out. So I, I wonder if maybe he is, maybe he ha- like he has lived amongst the other tunes. Yeah, and disliked it. And it's gone. Do you know what? I'm out. Yeah, and it's gone and live in a hole. Yeah, but like, 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 like you know, potentially he's not happy with the with the current rift that's coming. You know, between the sentient items, and he wasn't happy with the human tune rift. Yeah, maybe and Bugs has been in it a lot, but just in like he's just a background, background bunny. Yeah, and this is the first time we've you know the portal's actually opened up on him. Yeah, oh. but I think it's because it's following out El- following Elmer. Yeah. Because the portal has some Sense some level of yeah. uh, will of its yeah, own. Yeah, exactly. Right? It, it seems to know it's where it wants to go. It's definitely selected people. It's got a chosen. Yeah. Like, you know, it follow, follows Porky a lot, follows Daffy a lot, yeah. follows Elmer a lot. So, so possibly it's people with, like, you know, magnetic personalities. So maybe it's not that the the portal itself has a will. Maybe it's just that these tunes are giving off a certain energy. There is some is sort of primal dra- force yeah, at work. Which is dragging the portal to open on them. More but, regularly than others. Yeah, but the correlation between what those mm. things, like those characteristics are, mm. we haven't quite managed to pin. No. But it's leading towards something. Yeah. At yeah, some definitely. point, all of these people are going to be relevant. It's like a it's like a superhero team origin. Yeah, eventually they're going to end up together. Together, which we obviously but, we know. Yeah, yeah, because, because you know, any force that's pulling the portal to view them inevitably is going to bring them to, uh, going to bring them Cause together because we're still in the history we're in 1940 we, but we know we yeah. know where this goes well yeah of course we do goes to Michael Jordan yeah <laughs> another another some classic alien. magnetic personality <laughs> yeah some aliens yeah and a basketball tournament to end all basketball tournaments but we don't know anything what happens in between there no like and we've got to find out yeah we do and, and you know that isn't necessarily the like the kind of going to be the, the the last we see of the you know that kind of happening, but it is a main focus. But point. what will governs the portal? That's mm. that's the question. What's behind it all? Is it an agency? Is it a? Is it some sort of yeah this, higher it, force? This this is the big uh, overriding question, I guess. Yeah. That you know we've Eventually, been skirting around, and you know this is the one we need to like, answer. You know, we've got so. You know, we've got Porky, we've got Daffy, we've got Elmer. Like, I get why Elmer was considered relevant. Yes. Because he was the egghead that made it. 
Yeah. So that like that one, I get why he's so important. Yeah. Uh, now I've got bugs. We've been following Sniffles a while, but he I, he doesn't make it. No. 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 Something's going to happen to Sniffles, and it might be the Alzheimer's. Oh. But uh, yeah. But yeah, like it, it, it's it's going to be interesting to explore what what draws the portal to a personality and why. Yeah. Because we know who's coming in. Like, it's no, all well, yeah, kinds. Yeah, it's all kinds. There is. There, 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 there is a lot of a lot of big characters coming. And they'll all have their part characters. to play. Yeah. So. Oh, it's going to be quite the journey. Big, big question. Big but we've, but we've question. Got, but we've got a new, a new companion to make our journey oh, with. We have the classic. The all-time classic. The all-time classic. The face. Oh, it's also it. going to be interesting to see... Uh, the relationship between Bugs and Porky, because Porky's been the face up till now. He has. And unlike most of the other characters, he seems very aware of some of the higher stuff, yes. right? Like yeah. you know He's quite high up in, you know, the Well the agency of... sort of side of it, I yeah. think. Like, you know, he's quite aware of that. Well, most definitely. Um which might be why Porky the Fourth had to suffer quite the fate that he did. Tried he to. knew too much. He did, he did, and he couldn't be let. And he was out in our world. He could have blown the whole thing wide open. He did drive around a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Someone might have seen him. Hold on a minute. That was a cartoon pig. Oh, the fucking phone. That was a cartoon pig. But yeah, uh, so we're going to leave it there for today. But yeah. uh, we've got a lot to think about in the. Uh, and we just in the, in the coming episodes and 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 going forward. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, join us uh, next Wednesday uh, for the Space Jam Continuum. Yeah. Bye. Bye.